Metuneter Volume 4, The Alsarian Resurrection, The Initiate's Daily Meditation Guide. Chapter 11, page 187. Work to be performed June 21st through July 20th, Northern Hemisphere. Southern Hemisphere, December 21st to January 20th. Law of Heru, the sixth netter of the pout. 6 colon 100A. We experience the influence of the netter Heru as the desire for freedom and for the control over our lives and destiny. This desire can only be satisfied through the law of Heru. The goal of Heru's law is to nurture and establish the peace and oneness with all through the experience of our intrinsic peace and oneness with all. The spiritual desire for freedom has as its objective the liberation of the self from itself, from its false identification with the mind and the animal spirit and the control that they have established over the self during the early stage of spirituality. Rebellion. Man's infancy is characterized by the condition of total oblivion to rules, regulations, restrictions, laws, etc. As children, we are driven by the lower part of the spirit over which we have no control. By degrees, we have to be taught self-control, discipline, and observance of ethics, morality, and law. Living by inner or spiritual law is the last and highest restriction that man has to place on her life. In the majority of people, there is seen the inability to transcend the infantile desire to be free of restrictions. The Western world has taken this attitude to its highest level of expression. An inappropriately understood freedom has become enshrined and glorified in Western man's most cherished institutions. I am not here concerned with the ills that it has caused in economics and government, but in the manner that it perpetuates the power of the lower part of the spirit over man. Let's take a brief look at the freedom to cultivate and express one's opinion, for example. Since opinions are ideas that are not based on certainty or facts and let alone laws and truth, people should not be encouraged to cultivate and express them at the expense of putting forth the effort to find the facts and truth of a matter. The error is so deeply entrenched in Western's culture that the opinions of judges are allowed to serve as the laws of the land. The reader must search for another example. History, ancient and modern, is rich in them. It is nothing more than the rebellion authored by the survival of the child and the growth man. Incidentally, while the Western man has enshrined freedom, he cultivates his enslavement to the lower part of his being, his lower mind and passions. In the early part of life, the desire for freedom is thought of as usual from an outward and earthly perspective. The man can only identify the control or restrictions imposed on him by other men and social and physical environment, circumstances, and destiny. Such efforts run into endless conflicts and struggle and unproductive work until the spiritual evolutionary path is found. 
The satisfaction for the desire for freedom is found in our intrinsic peace, i.e. our natural freedom from the animal part of our being. By liberating ourselves from the tyranny of our emotions, we restore the harmony and vitality of the life force and thus empower ourselves through spiritual power to liberate ourselves from the unjust conduct of others and to be at peace with what cannot be changed. In other words, freedom from the outer world is achieved through freedom from the inner lower world. In the early part of life, the desire for control over one's life is thought of as usual from an outward and earthly perspective. Since control is related to success, it is sought through the control of others, the environment and the spiritual processes that manifest the events in our lives. Freeing ourselves from the unjust control in other men would exert over us was discussed above. The chief decision in this chapter centers on the use of the will to exert control over the animal, emotions, desires, and sensuality, and the processes through which the mind brings things into fruition. How to will to achieve our goals. Willpower in Het Heru. The effort to control and oppose unwanted thoughts and emotions through an act of the will is what is called willpower. It is an erroneous approach that ends in failure in most cases and partial and minimal success at best. The reason is a simple one. Thoughts and emotions reflect themselves automatically under the control of the autonomous or involuntary nervous system. All efforts to control them through the will are allogonous to willing the heart to beat faster and must therefore fail. 6 101a Emotions and sensual energies must be controlled in the ma- in the same manner that we can make the heart beat faster by visualizing certain things. Instead of waiting for an emotion or desire to assault you to oppose to it with your will, you must meditate often with the vision of your person acting in a manner that signifies that you have transcended it. In time, with repeated meditations, the image of acting in the correct manner will displace the unwanted behavior or emotion. We will deal with the concrete examples of this in the Het Heru chapter. The important thing to realize here is the realization that willpower is, as generally conceived, the use of the will to directly oppose and control thoughts and emotions is incorrect. This analogous to the erroneous belief that God acts directly on man's behalf without the spirit acting as the intermediary. 6 102a Whenever you find yourself struggling with an emotion or condition, it is a sign that you are using the will. To confront the emotion instead of using the will to visualize the desired result through your meditations. The use of the imagination, Het Heru, as the vehicle of the will is expressed in the same name of Heru, which is the netter that represents man's will. Het is a house, therefore Het Heru means the house of the will. Willpower and Reasoning 
In his best-selling book on success, Psycho-Cybernetics, Maxwell Maltz states that an image of what a person wants that is held in the mind long enough will work towards its manifestation as an actuality in the world. This is an important retelling of an ancient truth, but it is only partially true. An image is an object, a form, a particle that serves as a guide to the life force, which is the motive energy behind the manifestation of effects in the world. The voluntary manifestation of effects in life takes place through four components. 6 103a. 1. The will initiates the movement of the mind. 2. The image which guides the life force to its end. 3. The enjoyment of the end result indicated by the image it enlevens, the life force. For the conviction that the end will be attained. For A, it can be derived from either two sources, one, faith, or two, trust in the law from reasoning. 6 104A. We have seen that faith cannot be consistently relied upon. Religions hold on to faith in the face that it does not work for most people and it therefore harms their cause. They need to update their doctrines to the scientific proof of God's existence and ways, the laws. Laws, on the other hand, provide unshakable conviction to the will that it will be realized. We do not need faith that heat will cook the food, that water will freeze at a certain temperature, that the laws of aerodynamics will keep the airplane aloft, and so on. The 11 laws of the spirit meet the same factual, universal, immutable, and objective characteristics as the laws of chemistry, physics, biology, etc. Peace, the law of Amen, establishes the stability, vitality, and harmony of the life force. Legitimate joy in due measure energizes it. The will sets it into motion and so on. Reasoning is just not a method of correct and critical thinking and drawing conclusions. Deductive reasoning has the power to generate conviction, which in turn generates trust and the logical conclusion. This happens whether the premise is true or unknowingly false. Many religions, religious literatures are filled with accounts of miraculous acts of their heroes. The follower deducts from these that the God that empowered these heroes will also empower them, given that the miracles cannot be proven and that the fact that the religions have not offered proof of the existence of God or perhaps of the heroes themselves. The conviction and trust derived from such reasoning is one of the order of faith. Trust is what has not or cannot be proven. It cannot be disputed that it has worked for many and will continue to do so for many years to come. It cannot be equally disputed that the practice runs counter to the experience of a growing sector of the world's population that is learning that reliance on proof facts and laws is absolutely trustworthy and that faith has let many down and will continue to do so 
This is the sole reason for the growing number of people that are turning their back on religion and the people that give lip service to God and no more. They are sincere without even knowing that they are not. The 11 laws of the spirit provide premises that meet the test of truth. Reasoning about your life from them results in logical deductions that are logical and true. How can you not trust peace above anger, fear, worry, etc. when the evidence is clearly in front of you? How can you not trust being one with other when it is immediately evident to you that declaring someone or something as an enemy or opponent immediately causes your life force to drop? The peace is destroyed and along with it, your raw power to achieve your goals and to maintain your health. Free will, the essence of man's divinity. 6 105 a All animals, in respect to their behavior, are locked into their biological configuration, their instincts. Only man can transcend them. This is due to being uniquely endowed with the freedom to choose the will. It places her above all animals and even angels, which are locked into their nature. To the uninitiated, the freedom of the will is liberty to do what as one wants. In reality, it has been granted by man to enable her to choose to follow the law of God out of understanding through reasoning. To realize your divinity and to live as a God-man, you have to choose. You cannot be compelled to live the laws to become the vessel of God on earth. This is opposed to the practice of some religions that motivate their followers to embrace God and the teachings out of fear of damnation and other eternal forms of torture. The fear, by depressing the vitality and destroying the harmony of their life force and brain, will damn them before they even leave this life. They need not go to hell. You cannot claim to have chosen to become a vessel of God in the world if you did not offer yourself to God, asking nothing in return from God. It is an act of love, the supreme act of love. You cannot do that without divining into the depths of your being. Amen, where the peace resides, and Ausar, the core of your oneness with God. This is why you're given free will. The three modalities of the self and the middle pillar of the pout. Following the transformations of the spirit's energy, the man's self manifests three modalities. One, the day or waking state, which is represented by Heru, is the state the will is fully active so that thought processes can be controlled. The essence of this state is then is will or self-control. Two, the hidden or dream and medium mediumistic trance state which is represented by Auset. In this state the will is not active. 
thoughts and events freely drift in and out of consciousness. The essence of this state is automatism of thought processes. This is our normal dream experience. The dream state gives us access to the past, future, and events going on beyond our being and gives us insight into what the mind, the subconscious, is working on manifesting in our lives. In this state, the receptivity of the spirit is high, but given that the will is dormant, we are unable to will to change undesirable trends in our lives. Three, the middle state in which one is awake while dreaming, this is the highest state of meditation and is represented by Ausar. The state combines the essence of the other two. Thoughts flow freely in, but as the will is active, one is able to selectively call up the specific thoughts. We can ask the spirit to show us what is going on in respect to a specific area of our lives and will to change it. Given that In this state, the receptivity of the spirit is high. In addition, because consciousness can be directed by the will, one is able to retain full memory of what has been dreamed in the state unlike the dream experiences during normal sleep. These three modalities or levels of consciousness represent the middle pillar of the pout, tree of life. It is important to know the above because when we will to manifest our divinity, we must take into account these three modalities of self. 6.106a The Heru and Ausar part of being represent the same spiritual contents. They differ only in presentation. We look like Heru when we are sustaining the effort to live the 11 laws of our will because they are not yet established in the mind, life force, and nervous system. The Metuneter, word of God, have not yet become flesh. We look like and are Ausar when living in the 11 laws proceeds automatically, that is without the effort of the will because they are established in the mind, life force and nervous system the metuneter has become flesh this is exactly what is meant in the comedic spiritual literature that is the responsibility for heru to resurrect ausar it is the supreme function of the will to resurrect the dead god within the proper use of the will will sustain a behavior that eventually becomes automatic is Heru resurrecting Ausar. Heru the survivor. What is it that man needs salvation from? Salvation is liberation from the dictates of the lower parts of the being, the lower mind, emotions, earthly desires, and sensuality. We have already seen that is the chief responsibility of the will to bring this about. The will is the freedom to choose, to not give into the emotions, etc. What do you think would happen if you did not give into the impulse to indulge anger or fear, etc.? Would you fall and foam at the mouth? 
Haven't you transcended things you used to fear, things that you used to make, things that used to make you angry, things you used to crave? Where where you to establish total freedom from all negative emotions and sensuality, you would be establishing your life force in the position to deliver all good things and life to you due to the stability vitality and harmony that would result from your emotional equanimity you will be well on your way to becoming a divine being with all of its prerogatives and here ends the reading on page 197